Hello, I'm Leanna Bella, and today I'm speaking with Benita Crocker of our firm, and welcome to Pearson's Law. Today's topic, Benita. What's an independent children's lawyer, Leanne? Okay, you are an independent children's lawyer. I am an independent children's lawyer. And I'm not, so that's a particular expertise that you've got, Benita, and I haven't. It is, it is, and it's um, often a very important part of the uh, the court, and it's to do with parenting matters. So really one of the most uh, stressful times in people's lives is um, parenting matters and making sure that parenting arrangements are in the best interests of the children. So um, that's what I'm involved in. So when you and I started decades and decades and decades ago, Benita, there was no such thing as an independent children's lawyer. Um, People fought over the children. They were then called custody and access and guardianship. And I guess in the last, would you say, 10 to 20 years? I think so, 20 years. uh, Yeah, an ICL. Yep called an ICL, Independent Children's Lawyer. The acronym is ICL. Child um, Representative. They child used to be called, remember? That's what they when used they to first call started. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yes. And so we were all pretty, I would say, uh, cynical about it, <laughs> yeah. thinking, what do you need a lawyer for the kids for? And how are lawyers going to interview the children? What do we know about interviewing children sure. or representing children? We're lawyers, for God's sake. Uh, of course. Some of us didn't even have children those that many years ago. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so the court introduced them, say, on the basis that it was a good idea in terms of guiding the court and getting the voice of the children heard on some occasions when the children are older or not, but also looking at it from the best interests of the children. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And also the court has to deal with so many cases and so many families. And I think what they they were really trying to do as well is is make it, have someone there as an honest broker who can provide information, do a lot of the background work that the judge really may not um, be in a position to do and present the independent evidence to the court to say, hey, look, I've spoken to the school, I've spoken to a doctor, I've spoken uh, to the family report writer and really trying to provide a bit of an independent look at what's in the best interest yeah what did you have to do to become an independent children's lawyer well it was a massive um, it was actually quite a massive task you had to do a huge application um, form you have to be experienced in family law uh, and you also have to do this application form which basically sets out a whole lot of cases that you've been involved with that have involved independent children's lawyers or have involved uh, situations that are complicated and how you would have approached it and um, how you would have resolved it and and yeah it was it was really quite a big deal that's a pretty big scary exam yeah it was it was but uh obviously yeah got through and so ongoing? i'm on the panel what do you do on an ongoing basis to keep up do you have to do accreditation regularly uh i don't i don't think that you do no i don't think that you do but you, you, just, you are still on the panel you're still on the panel i, see you need I to think be you do off the panel. Yeah, yeah and i think you do reapply every two or three years to stay on the panel yeah so that's part right. of being on the panel is that you continue to be involved in litigation and children's absolutely. work absolutely yeah absolutely so you've got to get you've got to keep up with it but it's a really important aspect of um, parenting matters because it's at the most extreme end that the, the court usually appoints an independent children's lawyer in cases where there's allegations of physical abuse sexual abuse child abuse so we're dealing with some really vulnerable kids and kids that really need um, someone in there who are advocating for them as well so it's a really yeah, important yeah. a really important aspect of it yeah so sometimes when I'm representing clients they'll say to me well there's an independent children's lawyer 
when is she or he going to speak to the children? And I'll say, well, that's up to them. And they may never speak to the children because they may not need to or um, they may change their mind during the course of the case and decide to. So tell me when what, what it takes for you to decide whether or not, yep. what factors you take into account when you're deciding whether or not to interview children. Yeah, well, part of the training that we did was also um, a whole online uh, video training as well. And they had lots of, they, they talked a lot about um, best practice. Um, it used to be, I think, that the kids weren't necessarily interviewed. I think that's cha- I think that's changed. I think there's an expectation, and certainly in the best um, practice guidelines, there's an expectation that the child has a right to have a professional relationship with the ICL. So really what that, to the extent that they can. So I've, in, normally if the kids are primary school aged um, and certainly high school aged children I would meet and speak and speak with them but my role isn't to sit down with them and say now look who do you want to live with who do you like better who do you love I don't do any of that it's more a meet and greet and really talking to them about the process of the court talking to them about they might meet someone talk to them have a, in terms of a family report writer um, you know that both parents love them that we're trying to get through this um, and giving them some insight into the process so it's certainly not me sitting there grilling them about um, what their wishes are do they ask you questions sometimes they do I get them to do drawings often primary school kids I get I say look I really need some pictures for my office Uh, could you do some drawings for me Um, I've had a couple of teenage kids uh, children who have been really vocal with their wishes and really quite um, really wanting me to put their voice uh, across and I felt a real obligation and a responsibility to do that within the context of what I thought was in their best interest even though you hadn't asked for it even though I hadn't asked for it yeah that's right and then sometimes sometimes there are kids that come in and you do feel like they've been uh, they've been worded up basically from their parents so I would say to any clients out there or parties just listening in terms of it you need to be really careful with the kids in terms of what you, what you tell them about um, it's not a, it, it's it's much worse if the kids come in and that's almost like they're reading off a script in yeah. terms of what mum and dad have said and I know it's really hard because parents want their kids to be able to have a voice but you need you know you, you can't put the kids under any pressure in terms of what they what they're going to say and ultimately I'm just one part of the part of the whole cog Mm. so your information is one part of all the information the judge is considering when deciding a case yeah and in fact the other day a judge um, decided against uh, what I was recommending so it's not a even if the independent children's lawyer says look I think this is uh, this is a case that this should happen and in and in that case um, uh, there was you know some severe allegations and I was um, wanting a little bit more time to get some reports before um, time started with the other parent and the judge says no I'm gonna I, I want I think time should start anyway so that was a case where I was advocating for something and the judge didn't agree with me and that's yeah. that's okay that's fine well, that's it's more than okay after all Benita you are not a family <laughs> court, you are not a family court judge right <laughs> that's right that's right but so it's just one part of the I'm just one part of the the whole the report, picture the affidavits correct well, I Look, I don't know what your experience is, but mine is that sometimes you get the view of the independent children's lawyer, and let's face it, there are good independent children's lawyers, yep. there are bad ones, and the parties don't get to choose. They yes. get allocated. Yeah, that's they right. They get picked for them. Yep. And um, sometimes solicitors are a little bit intimidated by, or for want of a better word, f- elevate the ICL to the role of judge thinking... Uh, listen, the ICL is not re- recommending time, so you're not going to get time. Well, that's just not the case. That's not the, the ICL case. is a human being. Correct. The ICL is a lawyer, 
And the ICL is not the judge. No, that's right. I think where the ICLs can help with that sort of stuff is minor minor uh, disputes. Often, um, you know, parties might be fighting over change over time or change over location, and they just need someone, you know, almost to, to kind of make yeah, a yeah. call on it. And in those sort of minor disputes, I, I find it's really helpful for just, you know, for, for you to just say, well, look, this is what I think. And often the parties will just go, we'll, we'll go with that because they've got a they've got someone who's saying, look, this is this is one way or yeah. another. But I think. That big issue that absolutely on big issue matters where um if you've got a client who's you know is not in agreement with the icl then there's no absolutely no pressure to resolve it on that basis that's yeah, right yeah it, yeah it really is um another piece of information as you said yeah absolutely yeah so that's been really useful bonita and we think that we're very very fortunate to have you at pearson's lawyers as an icl being able to give us that perspective Obviously, you can't be ICL for our clients or the cases we're involved in, but your perspective really assists us in giving us information um, when we're running a case with an ICL and we might think an ICL is hopeless or an ICL is great and you might give us a strategy to use in dealing with the ICL. So it's been terrific having you and your input in the firm. Yeah, and I think also with parenting matters, it is a lot of it is uh, around subtlety, around uh, it's not black and white. And so it's really, it is really useful to have people that are experienced in parenting. And the ICL, our ICL work for me has been a um, fantastic, um, yeah, a fantastic experience. And I felt like I, I feel like I'm learning a lot and giving it back a lot to the firm. So uh, yeah, I, I think it's fantastic. That's terrific. So um, until next time, That's all from Pearson's Law and you'll hear from us in our next podcast. Thank you.